Welcome to another video, aka slash podcast. Y'all know I'm multitasking and I am recording these videos, but also making it a podcast from a podcast listener for those who like to listen to podcasts. So today we got a good topic. I'm going to be talking about, let me make sure I'll pause that. I'm going to be talking about heat damage versus heat drain. Okay, do I got everything set up? Try to make sure I got everything set up. Okay, everything is set up. All right, so heat damage versus your hair being heat trained. Now, this topic was inspired to me by one of my clients today. And if you're watching, God bless you. You already told you I was going to make a video about this. I ain't going to put your name out there. I ain't going to put you on blast. But you know who you are who came today with heat damage. So... Oh, there was a dog barking. Y'all be hearing stuff because I ain't got nothing on in the house. So, yeah, we get into it. We talking about heat damage versus being heat trained. Now, what I want to say about this topic is we're in that season where if you're natural, you're getting a blowout. This is the time a lot of y'all like to wear your hair straight. Cool beans. You know, it's nothing wrong with wearing your hair straight. And I'm not the type of stylist that is oh like you shouldn't even straighten your hair all the time because some people they want to be straight naturals like they are natural and they want to wear their hair straight but not based off an, a relaxer and I'm here to tell you if you're that type and you like Lisa I love being natural I won't put no chemicals in my hair but I'm the type of person where I got to wear my hair straight. Like, it's nothing wrong with that. I'm not here to judge you. My thing is, I want you to make it make sense for you and your li- lifestyle. But also, even though you're making it make sense for you and your lifestyle, I want you to do it in a healthy way. And I know we have some supernaturals out there that run away from heat and say, oh, it's just so bad and, you know, all this. But if you're not doing it the right way and if you're not educated, Yes, it can be a bad thing, but the heat that you're putting on your hair is not the enemy. It's the lack of knowledge. Now, if you are been following me for a while, maybe on my podcast, maybe you come to me, I educate a lot on natural hair. Some of this stuff might seem like I'm repeating myself or like, duh, Lisa, like we know that, duh, but no. I got to make a video on it because I seen today with that client, she did not know that all that heat she was putting on her hair could damage her hair. And I'm like, wow, it's probably other people out there that's, that's doing the same thing and not thinking like, oh, I'm not doing any harm. But you are doing some harm, okay? If you're not, if you don't know what you're doing, yeah, you, you probably jacking that head up, okay? Jacking it up. So I'm just here to give you some education on if you're going to be that type of person to apply heat to your hair, how to do it safely, or how to just find you somebody to do it, okay? Because some of y'all need to put that flat iron down, period. Put it down right now. Some of y'all probably watching this video right now and about to flat iron your hair. Put it down, sis, until you get the knowledge, okay? Until we get the knowledge. So sorry if it's not like I repeat myself, but, you know, this video might have a lot of, as I say, caveats and nuances in it. So you got to listen to it into its entirety, entirely. Now, the main problem that I see when people are dealing with heat damage is they put so much focus 
on a flat iron in your hair. Back up. Let's talk about heat. Let, let me just give y'all some edge location. Let's talk about heat. Okay. I brought my little comfy chair here tonight because we're we about to go in. Let's talk about heat. Let's talk about the difference between direct heat and indirect heat. So indirect heat, an example of indirect heat would be sitting up under a hooded dryer. The reason why that's indirect heat is because that heat is not um, necessarily touching your hair like a blow dryer like or a flat iron. Like your hair is getting dry from the outside sources, okay? So here's the hooded dryer. You sit up under there. The heat is coming out and it's drying your hair. It's not directly touching your physical hair. Now, I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. I'm like, like, Lisa, what? I hope that makes sense. Direct hair, I mean, direct heat is heat that is applied directly to your hair. So, for example, you got your flat irons. You got your, um, you got the blow dry, which really when you blow dry, and that, that could be a whole nother video on the proper way to blow dry. The blow dry shouldn't necessarily be touching your actual hair. Now, it might be real, real close, but it shouldn't be like touching it like y'all see how I'm doing it like a flat iron. No. So that's the difference between direct heat and indirect heat. When it comes to heat, indirect heat is a little bit more healthier because it's not directly touching your hair. So that's why I know me, I grew up getting roller sets. And right now, a popular service that I offer is rod sets. All my clients are just loving these rod sets. Rod sets are good. Cause it's indirect heat and even sometimes like with some clients before i blow dry their hair because i don't want to put too much heat on their hair depending on what they're getting or what they're doing or if their hair is weak or if it's real real thin or whatever sometimes i sit up on up under a hooded dryer first and excuse me i always have to burp when i get up here y'all excuse me y'all excuse me um I always sit them up under a, sometimes I sit up on a hooded dryer first, and then I go in the blow dry. Now, I know some of y'all think, Lisa, that's too much heat. No, it's not, because if I started off initially putting her up under the hooded dryer first, remember, that's indirect heat. That's more healthier. So sometimes what I'll do is to get most of the moisture out, I will put them up under a hooded dryer, and then I'll go in with the actual blow dry and blow dry the hair and i'm just going to be honest sometimes it saves my arms because some of y'all got some hair up on y'all boy i about oh whoa slam out on friday and this is how i was whoa slam out on friday i had a client she had a lot of hair boy i was working boy i was working that arm was working you hear me i don't wear my apple watch no more but i'm pretty sure if I had my Apple Watch on, I probably would have closed all my rings just based off of her. That was a lot of hair. And I don't know why I didn't think that night to sit up on the dryer first, but I'm just in that kiki and talking. Y'all know how I do, being in that kiki and talking. So going to work on her with that blow dryer. So, yes, when you sit, when you sit up on a hooded dryer, it's indirect heat. So sometimes I'll do that just to take most of the moisture out. And then it saves my arms when it's time to blow dry and I'm not putting that much heat on, on the hair. So that's the difference. Direct heat and indirect heat. Okay, so let's go a step further. So when we're talking about getting blowout silk press, and essentially, y'all, I'm going to be honest, it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, to me, 
it's the same thing. Silk press, blowout. It just depends on where you're from or what they call it. But what we're doing, what I'm doing is when you come and blow it out, when I blow it out, I am silking it as I'm flying. Flying is the silking process. Um, if you just want to be technical about it. So when I am performing a blowout service, aka silk press, whatever you want to call it, the main thing is what I have reiterated in a lot of my videos, especially if y'all watch my hair tip series last year. I used to do like hair tip series, like a little quick, like little three to five minute videos to give y'all quick hair tips. And I probably got a couple of videos on me doing blowouts on even kids and adults about, and I tell y'all the most important part when you doing a silk press or blowout is you need to focus on the blow dry. That's so important. You want to get the hair as straight as possible during the blow dry. Now, I know I know this is blowing some of y'all mind like, but Lisa, that's direct heat. Yes. But if you are a professional or you know what you're doing, it's not going to harm your hair. It's not. Now, this is another thing. Now, I got to go. I got to go even deeper. I got to go even deeper. The type of shampoos, and this can be a whole nother video. I just thought about it. The type of products you use matters when you're doing a blowout and a silk press. That matters. And that's going to help aid in the damage, if you get damaged or not. So, yes, all this stuff work together. But tonight, we're going to talk about heat damage. So, yes, um, with the type of shampoos I use and how I prep the hair, yes, I can go in and get the hair as straight as possible with the blow dryer and the reason why you want to do this is because really when you go in there with a flat iron all you're supposed to be doing is silking it you're not supposed to be going in doing more doing all that multiple passes because that should have been done during the blow dry that way when you get ready to flat iron bam you do one pass that thing bone straight if you want it bone straight depending on how high you got the heat too we're going to talk about heat settings too but Remember, if you're getting a silk press, blowout, make sure you're doing that at home. And if you don't know what you're doing, stay in your lane. Don't, don't, don't try to do it. Don't try to do it because you might mess your hair up. But y'all see, if y'all come to the salon, I, I put a lot of work in that blow dryer, getting that thing straight as possible with that blow dryer. When I go in with the flat iron, I'm doing one pass to silk it out. Now, I might do a second pass sometimes to curl it, but that's not really damaging it because I'm not like I'm doing multiple passes to keep curling it and curling. I don't do all that. And sometimes, depending on who it is and how the hair is, I can flat and really, if you're really nice, you can flat on flat on it and curl it all at the same time, even with one pass. Especially if you done did a bomb, if you don't really like um, blow dry that hair as straight as possible, and you nice like that. One pass to straighten it and curl it and go on about your business. Okay. So that's the thing I want to tell you about this this uh silk press. And this is how damage starts to happen. People are rushing through the blow dry process, or maybe you went and maybe you don't come to me. Maybe you've been somewhere else. Maybe you somebody watched this video and you was like, Lisa, I think I got heat damage. You probably went to somebody and we ain't gonna talk junk about them because you know. I done jacked up people's heads too, so don't don't go bashing your old hairstylist. Oh, she gave me heat that she ain't know. I pray to God that she didn't got the education and your hair is better now. 
But what I'm saying is, what I, what I see is people doing multiple passes with the flat iron just to get it straight. Like they're doing three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Now they might not be doing that part. But I will say, if you're getting a keratin treatment, that is normal for you to do multiple passes. But we ain't talking about keratin treatments. We're talking about blowouts and silk presses. Because that's what I do. I don't do no keratin treatments. So that's what you see. Another mistake that I see is with this client of mine, I hadn't seen her in a couple of months. Because, you know, of course, um, I don't think I had seen her in... I didn't see this client since like, I want to say maybe December. It might've been even November because of course the holidays, people got sick, you know, just a lot of things happened since I seen her. So she'd been doing her hair at home and God bless her heart. She went in with multiple passes with a flat iron. And this is another tip I'm going to give y'all. If y'all don't know what y'all doing, do not use no titanium flat iron absolutely not if you do not know what you're doing please at least get a ceramic flat iron at least get a ceramic flat iron and god bless my client heart you know what i'm saying we we talked about it then i told her to make a video but i'm gonna put her name out there um bless her heart she got a titanium um flat iron because you know she was home you know, her and her family got COVID. And I think around that time I had got COVID. So I had to cancel a lot of appointments. So it had been months. And, you know, she don't know much about natural hair. So she went and got her titanium flat iron. Because she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this thing straight. And she got so much damage. She got so much heat damage. A, a whole lot of heat damage. And like I tell y'all in my videos, I can't make a video. I can't make a miracle happen in, in one visit. Like, this had to be... Like, you have to be consistent. And she knows that. She knows that. She knows that she messed up and she done got the knowledge now because I schooled her today. But, yeah, if you don't know what you're doing and you sit pressing your hair at home, the worst thing you can do is get a titanium flat iron because that heat on that titanium, if you don't know what you're doing, that heat is something. Now, it's going to get that hair straight. It's going to do what it needs to do. But if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to control that heat, and you don't know how to do the flick of the wrist and all that, because just leave it to the professionals. At least get your ceramic. But again, if you don't know what you're doing, just put the flat iron down, okay? Just go see a professional. Please, please. So what my client had did is she was doing multiple passes. <sighs> Y'all, I cringed. I cringed. I said, oh, my gosh. And so I knew something wasn't right when I took her to the bowl. And she had her hair straight because sometimes, you know, she loved to bring her hair pressed out or whatever. But, and I ain't seen in a couple months. So I'm thinking, obviously, she did it at home because she was sick. Her baby was sick. So she couldn't come in. And so I noticed it was like extremely straight, like straighter than it normally is. And I said, Oh, how you been wearing your hair? She said, Yeah, I just been um, just um, flat on me. And I said, Oh, okay. When I took her to that bowl, Okay, sometimes with silk presses, that first rinse, you don't really, sometimes, depending on who it is, you don't bounce right back. The curls don't bounce right back. So, with the first rinse, I ain't really tripping. I ain't really tripping that hard. So, I'm like, okay, I'm just rinsing it. 
I got to get my, you know, detox shampoo and I got to really shampoo that thing. Rinsed it, didn't bounce back. Did the first shampoo, which was a deep cleansing shampoo because I hadn't seen her in a couple months and she said she hadn't shampooed in a couple months. So I want to get everything off her hair. Deep cleansing. Sometimes after I do that deep cleansing shampoo first, them curls are kind of revert back. Their first shampoo, they ain't revert back. I said, oh, okay. Okay. All right. Let's keep on going. Did the second shampoo. The second shampoo I did was the rosemary um, stimulating shampoo because she kind of have like a little dry scalp. So I said, okay. Rosemary shampoo. That thing still ain't bounced back. I said, oh, okay. Um, and um, yeah, it, it just wasn't working out for her. So I did a third shampoo. Didn't work out. And then, so then that's when she told me, oh, yeah, I've been flat out of my hair. And I said, so how often was you flat out of your hair? She was like, she said, every day. Y'all, I was flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Flat, hey, did that demolish her? Hey, Sophia. You said you just got the phone with your DC. Oh, she is so cute. But yeah. I was flabbergasted. And not only was she flat ironing every day, but with a titanium flat iron. Now, if you don't know what I mean when I say titanium, I'll try to see if I have something right here in this room to explain. The titanium flat iron is the ones with the metal plates. And the ceramic ones is the ones sometimes with the black, black plates. So she was flat ironing every day. Because now I ain't gonna lie, this client, she has a beautiful, when I say this girl got some beautiful thick hair, it's long too. I mean, when I, when I, felt, I'm trying not to say the client name, when I fell out her hair, her hair probably comes to the middle of her back. Beautiful, thick hair. And you know, she a mom, a wife. She got to do something to her hair. She don't do natural hair, you know, but she was out because of COVID, you know, couldn't get an appointment with me. So she took matters in her own hand and got her titanium flat iron because she was like, oh, yeah, this can get it straight. And I was just like, yeah, girl, it got it straight. All right. And so um, as I asked, I said, how, how many times? And she said, every day, Lisa, I would, you know, because I got to look presentable. I was like, man, I said, I wish you wouldn't have did that. I said, I wish you would Lisa message me or something like that like something like you could have asked me like lisa what can i do to my hair because you're like yeah because my hair ain't done bless her heart but her hair never did revert back and and i'm not gonna lie to you you come to me i'm not gonna lie to you and so i told her she had a lot of breakage um at the top she had a lot of short pieces and i just had a uh youtube short where i talked about how you know if it's breakage or if it's norm, normal shedding, a lot of breakage. She had short pieces and stuff. That, I mean, it fried the hair, slam off. And so I told her, I said, well, look, this is what I can do for you today. We can do a protein treatment to kind of give your hair some strength. And sometimes with their protein, it kind of helped them curls pop a little bit more, kind of give it some more strength, see if that's going to help. I said, now, I ain't seeing a lot to you now. It's probably, I mean, I'm going to do the protein treatment. Hopefully, it'll help, but I can't promise you that the curls going to come back. I said, it's going to take a while. And she was like, how long do you think it's going to take? And I said, I'm going to just be honest with you. It could take up to a year. And I said, because it's almost like you have a relax all over again. And we have to transition and trim and keep cutting. Now, I said, now, 
You don't have to take that long. If you now, I'm not, I'm not gonna press you to bitch chop your hair, but if you can't stand the straight ends or the straight hair, we can bitch chop it today and go ahead and start over. But I don't try to put that on everybody because everybody might not be comfortable with that. Some people might want to take the longer role, and I said, you know, because I mean, she has long, beautiful hair. That would have been a big change for me just to chop it all off. So I was giving her like things that we can do. Um, and keep trimming it and other protective styles, you know, until we get her hair back healthy. I said, but at the length your hair is at, it might take up to a year. Now, it could be less, but I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, girl, it's going to b- bounce back in like a month. No, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be honest with you, a year. And I said, and that year is depending on you being consistent. So, you know, if you come this month, then I don't see you for three more months you you prolonging it so but she's the type of client you know she's going to come regularly whatever but yeah and what was interesting about her heat damage is sometimes what i'll see is it'll be curly up here and then it'll be straight ends down here no no no. and there was nothing why i wasn't suggested to do a bit chop with her hair so her hair was natural still had curls right here from so curls from here to here from here to here, y'all, was all straight. And then from here to here was curly. So, excuse me. So, y'all see what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't even cut it because it was like curly, limp, and then curly. Which was kind of odd because normally what I see is just mainly on the ends. So, I was just like, girl, I mean, I'm going to trim it for you today. I said, but I'm going to just let you know you're going to have to be coming in for these treatments. And every time you come, we're going to just have to just, you know, trim it until it keep growing out. I said, you just got to think of it in your head as like you're growing out of relax again. She was kind of disappointed. But I told her, I said, look, don't beat yourself up about it. I said, we're going to, you know, we're going to get through it. But this is a lesson for you. And she don't know how to do no hair. And that's why I'm here to tell y'all, y'all know how flat I know hair? You don't silk press. Don't do it at home. Don't do it at home. So, yes, she had heat damage them curls did not bounce back they did not bounce back i did i did um uh treatments didn't bounce back and so what i ended up doing was um i what i I did the treatment and we also did a trim for her we did a trim she actually gonna um put in some uh crochet braids and wear crochet braids for a little while but i told her don't keep the crochet braids too long because I, I really want to get you back in so we can keep treating your hair or whatever but yeah that that was terrible and and that's what it goes back to what i said at the beginning of this video when you're still pressing your hair most of the work should be done with the blow dry that hair should be as straight as you can possibly get it with the blow dry so when you go into flat iron you're doing one pass and this is another thing I have clients, okay, so let's talk, now that we talked about damage on your hair, let's talk about like heat train hair or whatever. Now, and like I said, y'all shouldn't be afraid of heat. Heat doesn't damage your hair. It's the lack, it's the it's the knowledge, the lack of knowledge of not knowing how to use it. That's what damages your hair, not knowing how to use it and when to use it. So I have some clients, and I've said this before, they come and get silk presses every two weeks. And when I take them back up to that bowl and, and wet their hair, that thing still curl up like Kuta Kente. 
You hear me? Them curves be like, I'm back. Them curves be back like, bruh, I just flat on you two weeks ago and has you bone straight. And yeah, yes, and they be leaving out bone straight sometimes. Or sometimes they'll leave out with a little curl or whatever. Yes, Sophia, your stylist, you you with the truth. She only does one pass with a flat iron. One pass. And that's the same with me. Only one pass. And that, like I said, the second pass might be for the curl. The little give a little body yada yada. You know what I'm saying? A little body. And and what I said earlier in the video, Sophia, was if, if you really nice like that, sometimes you can do the flat iron. You can straighten and curl it all in one one pass. One pass. One pass. But let's talk about, yeah, the heat train. So, yeah, they hair bounce right back because they come to somebody who know what they're doing. And it should curl back up. It should curl back up. It should not be no straight ends. None of that. None of that. Now, I will say... um. When it comes to quote unquote heat trained hair, um, I don't lost my train of thought that quick. I'll say about saying something about heat trained hair. Yeah, what I'm gonna say about heat trained hair is yes, it's gonna it's gonna curl back up. With some people, depending on how thick or the density of your hair, it might loosen it up a little bit. Just with some people, not everybody. Some people got some thick. Now I got some clients that got some hair. I mean, they got some hair on them. And even though they come every two weeks, it still bounced back tight. And I have some, which over time, it loosened up. And they didn't lose that curl pattern. They didn't lose the curl pattern, but it did loosen up a little bit. So it kind of depends on your hair type too. But also, I told those clients, for those who wanted, I have a client, she get it done every two weeks. She don't care about her curl pattern loosening up. She actually liked the fact that it loosened up a little bit. But it still curls back up. It still curls back up. And that's another thing I'll say with some people, depending on how thin or how thick, or like I said, the density of your hair, it might loosen up a little bit. If you get it done a lot. That's what I'm saying, a lot. Now, if it's something you do once a year, girl, you ain't got to worry about nothing. But on the flip side, like I said, a lot of caveats and nuances to this one. It is. It is. But on the flip side, if you go to the wrong person, like let's say you kind of got thin hair, you don't, you got thin hair strands, they're not real thick, and you just don't have a lot of hair strands. If you go into somebody, and let's just say you get, you might got your hair flat on, because some of y'all might have the story, but Lisa, I only get my hair flat on once a year, and it messed up my hair. Probably the stylist you went to, or maybe you did it at home. And like I said, we ain't here to bash nobody. We ain't here to bash what your last hairstylist did. So please don't get in my comments saying, oh, my last hairstylist, you know, don't don't be calling people out. Because look, I done made mistakes. I done, made, I done jacked up people's head. Now, a lot of the hairstylists ain't going to tell y'all that. But I done jacked up some heads. But I done got better. I done got better. And I'm sorry if I jacked up your head in the past. I always try to make it right. It's never like I ran. I always try to make it right. I'm just being real with y'all. I'm just being real. But this is what I'm saying. I had some people who might have already have a looser curl pattern or they might already have soft hair. If you already have soft hair, thin hair, you in particular need to be careful about who you go to to silk press your hair. 
because one bad move could. I'm talking about even one bad move with the blow dry. Hey, Q Scott, one bad move with that blow dry can take you out up out of here. <laughs> Not take you up out of here like that, but I'm saying take your hair up out of here. And I done had some people where, you know, they came to me and they do have like thinner or soft hair. And they probably got their hair flat on one time and took their hair right on out. Or then it got heat damage. So you have to be careful. And products is key. Products is key. Okay? Products is key. There's a reason why there's professionals out here. There's a reason why there's professional products. Products is key. So, um, Q Scott said, tell the truth, shame the devil. Yeah, I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. I'm sorry if I jumped up your head before. I'm better now. I get continued education classes. <laughs> but I also stay in my lane, too. See, back in the day, I used to be trying to do any and everything. That's why I was jacking some people up. Because, Lisa, that ain't your ministry. Some of y'all need to know what's your ministry and what's your not. What's your ministry and what's not. Because some of y'all doing hair is not y'all ministry. And some of y'all, I'm, now, I'm about to step up. Some, people, some of y'all don't want to spend no money to go see a professional. Yeah, yeah, I called you out. Yeah, you you who listened. Yeah, me. Yeah, I'm calling you out. You want to do it yourself at home, and then your head be jacked up. Stay in your lane. And I use the same example. I'm a hairstylist. I ain't about to go on YouTube and figure out how to change the oil on my car. I'm about to go up here to Babylon, uh, Jiffy Lou, and get them to change my oil. Now, there are some basic things you should know how to do to your hair at home. I'm not saying like, just to continue on the conversation, there are some basic things that you should know how to do with your hair at home, which is knowing how to shampoo properly, detangle, and just the basic necessities. But that is that sums up what we're going to talk about today. This was an insert from my YouTube video. If you want to hear the full conversation please be sure to subscribe to my YouTube page, um, which is Lisa Smiles. Thank y'all so much for listening, and I will see y'all, and y'all will hear me in another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye!